Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here to trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and not sing it. Bradley and Dawn. production. Oh, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Happy Friday. Thank you for joining us. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And uh, we got to talk about it. There was a development in a very important case mm. for our country. Yeah. Last night I was really shocked and just kind of interested in how this it, is all going to play out. It shook, shook the. Wait, what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? I'm talking I mean, about Gwen Paltrow, Paltrow and yeah, her trial. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Great, what <laughs> happened? What else could we be talking about? <laughs> what happened? Don, I'm just back from Utah where I've been covering the Gwyneth Paltrow right. ski trial for 10 days. Or Gosh, seven, been, eight days. I mean, you I have a little bit of like a sunburn, but that's from the snow reflection. I was going to say, but I did have some nice chili with cinnamon rolls. Oh, it's big wow. out there. And some bison jerky. Oh. And an antelope. Okay. A lot of big game out there. So too. what happened in the oh, case? Oh, you want to know about like the trial? Jerky. Okay. Uh, I did actually because it was kind of boring this trial, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, here's the thing. The jury found most of you know this by now, Gwyneth Paltrow Guilty is not the appropriate uh, term, so you know, I could say they found her not guilty, but they found her not responsible for the injuries that the former optometrist says she caused. And as a result, uh, that former the eye doctor guy, Mm -hmm. he is going to have to pay her, get this, $1. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if he just gave her some cash. But wait, wouldn't it be funny if, because on the way out, she did say something to him, but wouldn't it be nice if he turned around and just gave her a dollar? Yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of awesome? she just gave it back and said, I don't really want it. Like, it's fine. It's a gift. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Okay. Because we can make fun about the dollar bill. Mm-hmm. He's also got to pay all of her legal fees. Now, oh, boy. Now, I know you're going to say, well, you know, I mean, what is a small civil trial? Mm, no. They've been dealing with this trial. Since the, well, planning this trial, lawyering about this trial, since it took place in 
2016. Oh my God! Do what, you know seven years? Billable? Do you know how many billable hours that's probably? Is, yeah, this is not good. So while we don't know how much it's going to cost, Mr. Robertson, is it Robertson? Oh my God, Sanderson. I'm sorry. I knew there was a son at the end. Mm-hmm. Sanderson, the former optometrist. Uh, we know it's going to cost him big bucks, but we don't know how many. You might be wondering what the jury was thinking. Yeah, what were they thinking? Well, because what were we thinking? I will say, I was just like, this is... Now we're getting into mathematical calculations, (laughs) and I can't. There was a lot of mathematical calculations. There was a lot of weird... There was this whole thing where one day her attorney was wearing a mask, and somebody was, like, hacking up in the courtroom, and Gwyneth kept turning to, like, cover her face. And I was like, Oh. oh, girl, I feel you. I don't know if somebody was sick that day or something. But, like, you were just paying attention to all of the sideshow that wasn't actually... Right. Relevant because the actual trial, again, two very privileged people, he said, she said, ran into each Either other way, on a ski slope. Even if she did do something, there's no way to actually prove it. Yeah. That's like, the problem is that there wasn't any video evidence. It's going to be fine. But now the dude is out hundreds, probably hundreds. Of, I mean, I would assume it's going to cost at least a hundred plus thousand dollars in attorney's fees. Half a million. Right. I mean, seven years. Ooh. It could be more than that. We do know what the jury was thinking, though. Why? Because one of the jurors called me. Oh my god! Break. You guys had a moment with well, some chili and cinnamon rolls. Yeah, she's like, "Come on out to Bev's truck stop <laughs> in uh, whatever it's called, Utah, Deer Valley," and I'll tell you what I thought. And in fact, a whole ABC News camera crew was there to catch what she said. What Should Bev we have a little listen? Yes. Now, in an ABC News exclusive, juror number 11, Samantha Emery, speaking out for the first time. So the whole thing was a little shocking to me. Revealing she changed her opinion multiple times throughout the trial, but once the case was handed over to the jury, it only took a couple of hours to get all eight of them on the same page. Yeah, we did not have to. We did have a unanimous decision. The 31-year-old saying Paltrow's testimony rang true. Did you find Gwyneth Paltrow's testimony to be convincing? I I did. Um, I think, you know, there was in the back of my mind, yes, this woman's an actress. And, you know, I took that into account. Um, But I, I didn't feel that she had a reason to lie under oath. She's always in the spotlight, so she always has to be honest. Does she, though? But I, I, I don't quibble with her. I was very curious, though, Don, how she said that they they went back and forth multiple times. Yeah. Like, what was there to go back and forth on? Well, you know, it's there are a lot of people trying to make a decision yeah. in one room who don't know each other before yeah. they get there. And everyone comes from a different background. Well, you bring your own thoughts and feelings into it, even if you don't want to. Well, it sounded like she went back and forth. And then once they got in the room, it took them like less than two hours. So by the time they got to the courtroom, or excuse me, the jury room whatever area it's called deliberation deliberation room look at you with the big words on a friday afternoon i don't know if that's true deliberation room but (laughs) um yeah i just i was like what i i think we all saw this coming like miles away this dude's not going to be successful because it's he said she said and ultimately there's no proof right like we were we were wondering maybe there'll be some definitive proof there were no cameras mm-hmm. there was nothing but people's recollections from something that happened in 2016 yeah i mean jeez i mean it just seemed like a no, like what lawyer was like you know dude you're going to end up paying me a lot of money and then you're going to have to pay her if you lose are you really ready to do that because i think i would go you know what 
you know what I got? Even if Gwyneth Paltrow hit me, you know what I got? I got a really good story yeah. to tell people for the rest of my life that I got hit by Gwyneth Paltrow, which she says she didn't do. But I'm saying, like, even if he was all in, mm. right? The juror, by the way, juror number 11, who we just heard from, she goes on in her interview to say he seemed like he he was sincere about what he thought happened, but maybe he didn't really understand. Like, she was basically trying to say he was lying without saying he was lying. Uh, okay. Right? Yeah. So I think yeah. we all saw that from miles away. Are you surprised, shocked? I am what are not your surprised true feelings about this historic verdict? Uh, well, my true feelings are I bet that, you know, whenever he was suing for 3.1, that was like, okay, this is. Maybe I can get some money. I mean, right. And then it turned into drastically lower. Like, no, you can't even begin to think that you're going to get that much. Yeah. So then you're not even going to get a down payment on a house in LA. Right. 300,000 is not going to cover her legal fees. So now he's, you know, he didn't even win that much. So now you're going to pay probably half a million. I would say, I mean, you can't keep somebody even on retainer. If a high profile person, like a great, I don't know how great her attorney is, but it's not an attorney that I could afford. I'm sure. I'm sure Gwyneth Paltrow got the like most, the cleanest, and by clean, I mean like clean eating, mm-hmm. like clean diet. He probably bills his yoga oh, sure. sessions because right. he needs stressed. to be in the right frame of mind. God knows how many vagina scented candles he had to burn oh, God, I'm while she was there said, during yeah. deposition. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, you said God knows how many vagina, and then I didn't know what was coming next. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, because you know she's got those, case. those goop uh, yeah, goop candles. Goop I know. Candles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just glad that it's over. Our long national nightmare. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and nothing else really happened yesterday. I mean, it was kind of a dead day, right? Mm-hmm. Mike, you didn't. You what'd you do last night? Just oh, last out. night just chilled. Yeah, there yeah. was not a lot happening. No, it was like it was kind, kind of, of slow well. news night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, but you did. You know, wait, Don. Don. Yeah, I almost called you Don. 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 We should hey, have a whole Dan. conversation about how. Young people are starting to say Don instead of Dawn. Oh, it's are. like a real thing. Oh, I, I remember that podcast. Anyway, you don't care. We'll talk about it later. There was another very, very important trial oh, development sure. last night. Yes. It was very momentous. Equally, some would say international interest. That's right. And that is Meghan Markle's sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her I mean. defamation case has been tossed. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. Tell me about this because this is this is a trial, or excuse me, this was a case that we were like, how is Samantha Markle able to bring these cockamamie charges against Megan? Remind us. Well, j- just tell us what happened, and then we'll remind the audience where we started. Well, um, this was a Florida case. Uh, so basically, Samantha Marker Markle. <laughs> She was suing Megan for defamation because of the Oprah interview. Yeah. Because uh, Megan had an opinion about her life. uh, Because Megan said. About her own life. Right. And and like, so um, Oprah just basically asked her, like, so how did you, you know, you know, your sister, how did you grow up? And she's like, "Um, well, I saw, you know, it was mostly just my dad and I. And I saw my sister, my half sister, um, I think a handful, like three or yeah. four times. And in like my life. Samantha like, Marco was it. like, you're lying about me. You're, you're telling untruths. And it's like, no, that's what she remembered. Yeah, She said she grew up as an only child. She met her half sister a handful of times. And that is not slander. 
So is that the judge obviously agreed? Yeah, uh, because she also added that the statements she made were false, malicious, and humiliating. And um, this was just the Oprah interview. So she basically answered questions about her real life. And she's like, no, that's called you can have an opinion about your life. Yeah, It's not malicious. You might see it that way because you've lied. That's and what the so judge you're, said? No. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> I'm being the part of the judge. No, Got she it. just said this isn't worth, um, no, we're dismissing this because you don't have any grounds to sell her for, sue her for defamation. You know, people can have an opinion <sighs> when asked about their life. It's, but Clown. if you get down to it, the reason why she was humiliated and um, is because in the past she had made it seem like that Megan was betraying her. As a sister? Yeah. It's like, I didn't even, you don't even go here. You know, if anybody had a case to say they were betrayed by Megan, I would honestly argue the only person that could make that claim potentially was Samantha Markle's daughter. Because remember how Megan kind of, and I bet Megan, because she's seen things differently now, Mm -hmm. I think there was a period when she was like all in. Now, this what's interesting about this is this is when she was sort of all in on the royal family. Like, she Mm -hmm. wanted to do the right thing by them. And I think distancing herself from, if I remember the documentary, the way this played out, right? She kind of distanced herself, or did certainly distance herself, from Samantha Markle's daughter. And that left some bitterness with Samantha Markle's daughter, because remember, they had been super close. She was Mm -hmm. almost like a, a sister. They considered themselves sister. And they've since resolved their issues, and they talked about it. But I'm like... Of all the people that could actually feel bitter about what Megan did to their relationship, yeah, maybe she had a claim. Her her mom, Samantha Markle, they didn't have a relationship. And as somebody who comes from a, it's not really a blended family, but I have step siblings. Mm-hmm. We don't have a traditional sibling relationship. No. Uh, and frankly, a lot of actual siblings who did grow up together don't have quote traditional sibling relationships. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's not. It's not casting aspersions to to call it out. Right. Plus, there is no law or rule that says you have to maintain a relationship with someone, especially when people get famous. They just stop having relationships with normal people. They just don't. It's not the same. I can't be you bothered know? with you people. Well, I mean, it is You're what so it is. Normal. I don't know what it's like, so I'm not going to judge it. Sure but, you do, Don. You know, whenever you reach out to somebody that's like, oh, some people are like cool about it. You know, and talk back to you if you, you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, I saw you in this movie. Good job. And some people just don't reply. And I'm like, OK, well, yeah, whatever. Who are you talking about? Uh, just people that I know that have made it, Would you would say, in Hollywood. You want to drop any names? No, not at all, because I don't want them to sue me for defamation. Just like Samantha Marco. OK, nah. well, those cases have been resolved. We're very grateful. That was the <gasps> only other legal developments in the world. And when we come back, Holly will surely have the latest on any other legal Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Stuff that happened sure. in the last 24 hours when we come back right here on my... Talk website or app. Oh, now that spring is finally here, Livia Weight Control Centers wants to help you get healthier and more active. Here's the deal. When you lose weight on the Livia program, uh, you're going to feel like you want to get out and about and be more active. It happened for me, and uh, not only did that happen, but I did not gain the weight back. That's because this program is doctor recommended. I lost 29 pounds with Livia about five years ago, and I have kept the weight off, like I said. Not only does it make activity more enjoyable, but you know, you just don't get as tired even throughout your day. I had more energy, I started to sleep better, and that was because of my dietary changes that was all supervised, you know, they were supervised by registered dietitians and nutritionists. It was actually easy and fun to see the weight come off. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com, and if you join right now, do it today, don't wait, you're going to get eight weeks free when you mention me. Livia was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Call today. Storelows.com for details. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, it's the juicy bits of celebrity gossip from Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Hey, Halls. Oh, hey. Um, mm, Britney Spears, Sam Asgari, are they done? What do you think? <laughs> Are they done? Now, both uh, Britney Spears and Sam Asgari have been spotted out and about. Sans wedding ring. And you know, in Hollywood paparazzi language, that means they're done. Oh my God. They're, they're, it's like, it's secret. It's a but, secret. They want us but to they know, don't but wanna, it's a secret. But they're doing it in public. What? <laughs> I never buy or they these just stories. Went to Hawaii and their hands swell. What do we know, Holly? Well, what we know is that only Britney Spears is vacationing in Hawaii <sighs> right now with her longtime manager, Cade Hudson. Sam Asgari spotted out and about in Los Angeles during an errand run near his Thousand Oaks home on Thursday without his wedding ring. I mean, look, I don't think that relationship was as solid as a lot of other people thought from the beginning, but but I don't feel like he's leaving the mansion anytime soon. And I'm sure he was like, girl, I got some auditions to get. Two, I've got some gym time to get in. You go to Hawaii. My ring with my sweaty hand. Yeah, exactly. Do you go to Hawaii? I'll be fine. She's not wearing a ring because she doesn't want to get that. She's going to lose it in the ocean. And lose it in the ocean like she did that one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Have we looked at every photo of them and seen, okay, he's wearing a ring here. He isn't wearing... You know what I'm saying? Like, I would need to evaluate everything and judge. Well, the Daily Mail has photos of Sam Asgari on his errand run without his ring. And has Britney Spears leaving her SUV to get on her jet to go to Hawaii without her ring on, too. So they're doing the celebrity math. And it's not just like, oh, I put on body lotion and I forgot to put my ring back on. But they're doing the math and saying that both of them don't have their ring on anymore. And that means... That they're, you know, trouble That means they want attention is what that means. Uh-huh. If anything, oh. it would seem like we want sure. headlines. Yep. Or slow news day. And I wouldn't blame the tabloids because trying to dig around lately for something to talk about. Well, why do you think we made the Gwyneth Paltrow trial into a big That's to-do? Right. I know! Eight <laughs> days of nothing! What's happening? Yeah, the Gwyneth Paltrow civil trial, which just wrapped up yesterday. You guys were talking about that. 
gotta say, that was a case of, we have nothing to talk about, so we're going to squeeze this nugget as much as we can, and we're going to do lots of interpretive think pieces on uh, on this. Yeah, think about all of the just time, money, resources, our own resources that were put towards this. That guy should pay all of us, frankly, yes, for bringing this trial. Yes, we each get a dollar. <laughs> yes, I, where's my class action lawsuit against Mr. Sanderson? Uh, Mr. Well, Sanderson. Uh, paging Mr. Sanderson. Um, Pete Davidson doesn't believe dating 12 people in 10 years is that crazy. Okay. He's doing a new interview, and he said, you know, he's been linked to ladies like Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Emily Ratajkowski, and he said that there's been a little bit of backlash, apparently, about all this, but Pete Davidson's like, look, I'm not on Instagram, I'm not on social media, and I'm not flexing, you know what I mean? So he's not bragging about it. And he said, you know what, any of the folks that he's met, yeah, he's kind of met in work situations. He said it wasn't in anyone's DMs. Okay, I I'm okay with this. I think that yeah, if we looked at our own lives and looked at who we dated at certain times of our life, I'd be like, yeah, I I dated you know in college over. Well, I was going to say if you counted like nine of the years. ten people in one year, yes, and then the rest of the you know nine years, one person that sounds about right. If it was the tail end of my twenties, okay. Oh, there would I'm just be, saying, yeah. like, there was a period of my life where I was serially dating. Mm-hmm. And or then, just hanging out with people. Yes. Yeah. You know? And by hanging out, you well, mean doing it with I, people. <laughs> I do also Holy. feel like two things. One, he's a celebrity and in headlines about it, which means he wants the attention. Sure. Also. Publationships. No. There's nine things that I would like to remind you of. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and the thing with Pete Davidson. Nine of them. Then that means oh. 18 boobs. <laughs> That's right. No. <laughs> I don't know what you just whispered to me. Oh, oh my God. Okay. The family show. Oh, I'm just saying they, they call it. Oh, you need help. <laughs> Excuse you. I'm just saying he's known Danger. for some stuff. Yes. He One is. particular thing. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that might have attracted a few people his way. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that many people in that many years, it's fine. Look, the Venn diagram of my own personal life would have gotten really messy at certain points in life. Absolutely. And And also, that's not even messy. Like, you're just, you're feeling your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And And I don't even have the equivalent of Pete Davidson's stuff. (laughs) <laughs> to help be a magnet. Right. People will, like walk the. Thank you. You're going to chime that nine times? I mean, yes. And on the ninth time, Pete Davidson comes. You know what that sound <laughs> effect is? It goes to Christmas Pops. The sound effect is labeled in our system. What? Dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're 12 years old. Oh, We're 12. Oh. Holly, thank you for letting us be 12. Oh, yeah. well, I'm 12, too. Don't I worry know. about it. Uh, Tori Spelling was wearing a hot pink bejeweled eye patch with her friend. Why? <laughs> is, she, is she going through some eye surgery? Did she get a deal on Timu? <laughs> well, yeah. it could be all of the above. But actually, uh, she uh, has an ulcer on her eye. Aww. And so she decided to make it fashion by wearing a bedazzled pink eye patch. Well, good for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's not trying out for, like, you know, Ice Capades Pirates Edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She wishes she was, though. Oh, probably. Oh, well. She liked the gig. I uh, want to thank you, Holly, for bringing us bejeweled eye patches and so much more during this Dirt Alert. You can catch Holly every morning on the morning show, of course, on My Talk. And when we come back, 
Oh, Mike's got juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. It's blind items. Bye, talkers. You know I love being on the water more than just about any place on the planet. And that is why, exactly why, I'm excited to tell you about my friends at Your Boat Club. I know you look outside the window right now, but I want you to think of summer days on the lake with friends and family. They're just around the corner. The best part will be with Your Boat Club, there's absolutely zero hassle. Let them take care of the work so you can take care of the fun. You just show up, boat, and head home. It's literally that easy. That's Your Boat Club. They have 30 locations in Minnesota, but they've also got locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and even Florida. They're family-owned and operated. It's not a franchise, which means you're getting the same five-star service across each of their location, uh, locations. So if you thought of boating, but you don't want to deal with the hassle or the expense, they've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. They've got an option for you at yourboatclub.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on <laughs> my talk 107. Rocketing off into space. Everything entertainment. It's okay. Think of it this way. A lot of people won't be trying to travel during their work day. It's something that's happening on the weekends. So Great. So like stay the, at home. You know, a couple days a week I get to just relax. Oh, I see. <laughs> I have to battle yeah. the elements. Can I just bitch, Dawn? Yes, Let me you, bitch. Oh, yes, absolutely you can. Okay, because I'm then done that now. makes me look better. So no, go is ahead. that how this works? <laughs> Just it's, kidding. There's like I, a finite amount of yeah. bitchiness to go no. around. Lies! Okay, okay, what do you got there, Mike? Well, Mike has some blind items. A whole bunch of bitchiness over here. Blinded by the items. All right, we will start it off with this one. And uh, the husband of this A-list singer brought someone on a recent vacation to hang out with overnights while the singer is passed out every night. Oh, no. The husband of this A-list singer... Basically brought some travel nookie. Okay. Wow, that's... Okay, the A-list singer who's been traveling lately. I mean, who could that be? It's not Taylor Swift. Someone on a tour? Nope, not on a tour. Passed out. Oh, not on a tour. Wait, not on a tour? What are they doing? Just traveling? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Traveling for work? Nope. For pleasure. Presumably. Oh, my God! Brittany? This is the second time in the last week NT lawyers changing up their ways a little bit. Yes, because normal- new generation. Because normally he would say a list singer in quotes, and this does not have the singer in quotes. But oh. uh, it's believed this is Britney. Wow. Sam Asgardi apparently brought along, uh, and again, they're talking about these recent vacations. We just heard from Holly. They're actually on in separate locations but- right now. But whoop. But, and I didn't bring this up with Holly because I don't want to complicate things, yeah. but if you go to her Instagram three days ago, there was video of both of them on the private jet. Ah. So mm-hmm. it's hard to know the actual timeline, mm-hmm. but I think that, that that means your blind item could still be true. Sure. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah, apparently somebody else was on that vacation along with Sam and Brittany, and when Brittany was... Uh, out it was uh, a different Someone kind of vacation in. Oh. and out <laughs> and in, and in. <laughs> and out. there we go let's okay. do another one by the 
All right. How about this one? This illiterate actress wants uh, an equivalent raise to her co-star for the pay cable show. The actress knows some things about some people which she would not be shy about sharing. I don't think she's going to get that equivalent raise, but she should get a very, very large raise. Because she has information and they're like, we better just pay her what she wants or she's going to release this information. That's the implication. Hmm. I think she would stand on grounds to ask for a little pay raise just anyway. Okay. So, a literate actress mm-hmm. on a cable show. Pay cable show. Pay cable show. Pay cable show. Mm. A literate actress. Can we narrow down the pay cable show a little bit? You can try to. Yeah, go for it. Um, are, is this like an HBO Max? This is like an HBO. Yep, HBO Max. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, currently airing episodes. Uh, about to start a new season. I don't know when, but mm-hmm. they haven't had a, this season hasn't started yet. This okay. next season. Are we all waiting for the? I, I don't think we are waiting for it. I don't think any of us have seen this particular one. No. Um. Okay, so it's not like one of them 1923 ones, because that's all Paramount. Yeah. Amy Adams. Nope. It's not on a show, but... (laughs) Well, she could be if we're not watching it. Okay. Um, Um, What kind of other... Well, there is a show this person was in one of the seasons for that we all are watching, which also happens to be on the same streamer. Or excuse me, on the same pay cable show. So were they in White Lotus? Yes, they were. Okay. Well, it's not Aubrey Plaza because that's not illiterate. Uh, Jenna James. No. uh, (laughs) Jameson? (laughs) Okay. Um, Missed that episode. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Who else was in White Lotus, girl? Come on. Was she in the second season? No. Oh, Oh, well, then it's what's her name? Oh, sure. The wife? No. Who else was in that season? I don't know. I if it wasn't the oh 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 oh, it's the it's the daughter. What's her name? Sweeney. Sweeney's Todd. Yeah. What's her first Sweeney name? sister? Um, Salve- Salvia Salvation Sweeney. Sweeney. <laughs> Samantha Sweeney. No, so close. Sylvia. Sylvia. Mm. Sally. It's Sorbo. Susan? It's a international Sassafras. capital. Oh, Sicily. No. No. Sis- they have a very nice opera house. Oh. So, Schomburg. What? Schomburg, Illinois was it. Sydney. Sydney! Oh, we have the opera house! All right, that's part one. Hi, my name is Schomburg Sweeney. I was a hit in the season one of White Lotus. They're like, no, honey, you weren't, actually. That's part one. You want to figure out the rest yes. of it? Okay, so, so I forgot... So- yeah. So hard what we were actually trying to solve. Can you remind One more time. Us? This okay. illiterate actress wants an equivalent raise to her co-star for the pay cable show. The actress apparently knows some things that uh, some people wouldn't want her to be shy. Uh, wouldn't want her to say. She oh. wouldn't be shy about saying it. I think she will get a raise, but probably not an equivalent one. Euphoria? Was yes. she on that? Okay, Euphoria. And we need and to know who the, who's the co-star other star? is. Yes. Who she wants to like, money let's, to. Let's well, give her as much money as I have. Yeah. Is I it mean, a male? No. 
Okay. Is it Zendaya? Yes, it is. Oh. Whoa. But so what does she know? Filling, yeah, and we don't know about that, about what okay. she knows, but uh, at least I don't. But uh, Sydney Sweeney apparently wants a raise uh, comparable to Zendaya, who we found out this uh, in between seasons, that she's going to be making a million dollars an episode for the upcoming season of Euphoria. Oh, good so for her. She's looking for uh, Sydney as a million dollar raise. Okay. Or not necessarily a million dollar raise, but a million dollars for that uh, upcoming season. I see. So I kind of misunderstood. I thought she was trying to get a raise for her friend, but you're saying no. she wants. No, she wants money. She wants Zendaya money. She wants Zendaya money or like, she's well, spilling nice the beans. Of her. Okay. All and right. she's also, her star has definitely got a little bit brighter since. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Zendaya was the biggest star of that show for sure, but she continues to. I mean, get everybody brighter. knows her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Sean Burke. Only takes some forty-seven other guesses hey! of last words to get there. Hey! All right, let's get along. I think that kind of I, I don't think we should submit that audio for to make the case that she deserves Zendaya money. I would agree. Like they, these two fools. I thought it was Julia Sweeney. So I only Sweeney. think of Julia whenever I see that. So, lady. so daily we always have one where I'm like, I hope this isn't true. Okay, and today okay. we've got our, I hope this isn't true. This married late night talk show host has been partying really, really hard, doing coke and enjoying some time with his uh, spring semester interns. <gasps> oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel? Fallon? Uh, one at a time now. You go first, Don. Jimmy Kimmel. You go now, Bradley. Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Oh, I hope this is again. True. I hope these aren't true. Yeah, it's not my word. Well, I will say Andy Lawyer has had blind items about him being a mask before, yeah. so oh, that's on brand. Okay. But at whether or not that's actually true, obviously, okay. innocent till proven guilty. When it comes to blind items, you want to fill in the blank. Uh, I just did. There you go. Oh. He's okay. apparently <laughs> partying really, really hard and uh, and uh, hanging out with the some yes, and hanging out with those Why? spring interns. I guess. Oh no. boy, whatever that means. Maybe well, just hanging the out. Spring with them. interns I don't know. will eventually be summertime full employees. There you go. Mean, not as hot. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Once you're full time, you're totally not yeah. hot. Well, let's do another one. Uh, this A-list director keeps saying one thing publicly about his final movie, this and that, but privately he has said it won't be his last because he'd get bored if he wasn't doing anything. Absolutely, Quentin Tarantino. I have said this all along, anti-lawyer. He is not going to stop at 10. Well, the ego is too big. Okay. Yeah, anti-lawyer claiming that the movie critic is uh, the rumored final movie for Quentin Tarantino, number ten, and uh, but he's gonna get bored, so he's gonna come back and do more. Yeah. Absolutely, I mean it's like that share thing of like that's fine. It's my farewell tour. Yeah. Here's okay. a quickie that's also kind of oh, let's do a quickie. Gross. Gross. Great, let's end on a gross. Because we have note. to start with this one. This cleaning product actor has been auditioning actor auditioning in quotes actresses who would like to be his girlfriend as he slowly tries to rebuild his career. That would be Army Hammer. Yes, it would be. Oh, auditioning. Ew. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That's nasty. That is nasty. That's like, I don't know. (sighs) Well... My favorite soup. <laughs> <Monster> soup. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for those blind items. No. You got it. And uh, it is Friday, which means when we come back, of course, we're going to talk about how Chinese colleges want spring breakers to get married. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dawn has the most. No. Oh, my God. I'm in, I'm in a segment ahead. You are? I am. We're not doing that until the first of the hour. Okay. Remember? What do you want to skip here then? I forget. We to have to skip? talk about. Oh, God. 
Uh, see why you want to skip this. Do you see why I yeah. wanted to yeah, hustle past this segment? Jonathan Majors. There is a story about... Hmm, oh, do we want to talk about Do we have to? Okay, we're going to talk about this. There are some text messages that were revealed. And I think um, we need to figure out what's actually going on here with this Jonathan Majors story when we come... Jonathan Majors story when we come back right here on... Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. You know, the world can seem like an overwhelming place just about every day of the year. I know that. And, well, it's easy to kind of sit back on that overwhelmingness and feel like there's just too much. I don't even know where to begin. Well, here's what I want you to do if you feel that way. Head to wearealight.org. Learn more about this Twin Cities-based organization that is spread out across the globe to help folks. Doing the doable. That means things that can actually be done and that we can feel good about making a commitment to all of humanity, frankly, wherever humanity is in need. In places, for example, like Syria and Turkey following those devastating earthquakes or in East Africa where a famine is wreaking havoc on the lives of so many people and even at our very own southern border. This work might seem overwhelming, but it's really not when individually we come together to make a difference. And you can do that with wearelight.org. And thank you. Joseph Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Yes, as Mike said, we would love to see you at the big climb. You can go to our website and find ways to join that. Um, it's just going to be a great time, and it's going to be whenever it's warm at U.S. Bank Stadium. So we would love to see you there. Okay, we have to talk about Jonathan Majors. Last weekend, he had an unfortunate incident with his girlfriend that was a domestic dispute. Possibly the police were called. Um, half of it took place in a cab. They thought they were going to get footage. And then his girlfriend dropped the charges. Well, now we have more information on this. So originally he was arrested for misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment, attempted assault and harassment after the woman that you referenced allegedly saw or not the woman you referenced. Excuse me. After the woman allegedly saw another woman texting him and tried to sneak a peek at his phone. Um, I will say, and this is why we're talking about this story today, lawyers, Jonathan Major's lawyers, show texts from the victim saying that the woman admitted fault. And when I saw these texts, I thought, I think the intention here is to say, oh, she made it up, or they jumped to conclusions, or this was not the way it was reported, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I think when you read the text, all it really tells us is what this woman texted to him after the event. Exactly. And here's what we, I mean, I don't want to, we don't necessarily need to read all the text, but for example, she says, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did this and I'm sorry you're in this position. She goes on to say, uh, make sure nothing happens. I told him it was my fault. I only just got out of the hospital. Call me. And then she goes on to just reiterate again and again and again. There, I told the judge or the attorney say that the judge will be told just like explaining. It's his protocol to arrest him yeah. because they didn't know what happened. Going on and on again. And like, I think it's just. It's hard when we're all on the outside. And this is like one of those stories where I'm like, I don't, do we have to, but this is like a real story, right? And and we're dealing with like a real issue. And I think it's just uh, a moment where we want to, 
be patient and not jump to conclusions because, you know, I understand that there are people's careers involved and people's reputations involved. Right. The pressure that you would have on you to not report something would be far greater than any of us have experienced. But like smoking gun texts, I just don't feel like all that means is that that's what she texted him. That doesn't mean those things were true. Right. Right. And that could be for a number of reasons. I don't want to impugn anybody's motives, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know that I think when TMZ prints somebody's text saying, oh, look, she said this didn't happen, that that means something didn't happen. Right. 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 Because you don't know what their relationship is. You don't know what's happened in the past. We just don't know anything. And and their private conversations or what we thought would be private You know, people who are in, for instance, I'm not accusing him of anything, but people that are in abusive relationships, there is an incident and usually an aftermath that involves like apologies that sometimes don't need to be made on the part of the victim. Yeah. So it could be something like that. It could be totally complicated Mm -hmm. like that. Or she just, you know, she feels bad. Because she wanted to protect him, but that doesn't mean nothing happened. Exactly. And again, everyone's innocent until proven otherwise. Um, I mean, he could have told her, told her, like, you need to send a text. Yeah. So we, I mean, anything. Yeah, there are so many what ifs that I just think that, you know, what will go out, unfortunately, when you see headlines like this is like, oh, she made it up or, oh, she didn't tell the truth or, oh, it didn't happen. Right. Like right. all of these assumptions will be made just because of headlines. And frankly, can we just look in, you know, there are 30 other stories probably that where this applies to that we just want to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. And here on our show, we don't like to <laughs> jump to conclusions ever. Well, and also there, you know, this ha- partially, I believe, happened in a cab. And it wasn't like this was a Tesla driving itself. I mean, there was a cab driver. Yeah. And plus the police can also like. I believe that, like, they can just charge him without her saying she wants them to or not. Because if he actually committed a crime, you don't have to get the permission of the person. It's like, well, the state believes that we are charging you with this. Whether you know what I'm saying, yeah, like, and they might say, well, if we don't have a witness, then it's going to be hard, too hard to prove, so we can't bring charges. But yeah. that still doesn't mean it didn't happen. But to your point, if they do feel like they have evidence, yeah. which no doubt they're collecting and trying to figure out right now, mm-hmm. they you know might, independent of whether or not she wants. Um, Panda pointed this out on Twitter. The main thing that makes me uneasy is when she wrote, "I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone." You know, like that just. I think the, the phrasing of that mm-hmm. just sounds. Yeah. I, again, I just, you don't know what a person's motives are. No. And if you were just the victim of something, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that your immediate texts thereafter are going to be the most reliable. I mean, they're going to have to be additional evidence, you know, right? Like you're not just going to accuse somebody, charge somebody and convict somebody because of, you know, what somebody said or thought, you're going to have to have actual evidence. In the case of Gwyneth Paltrow, for example, that man said he, she crashed into him and he didn't. Yeah. Or she didn't. And uh, they needed actual proof. And because they didn't have it, he was not successful. So I don't know. When I saw that story last night, I was like, oh, I just, that makes me uncomfortable. And I don't feel like further. Let's be a little bit more like, we don't have to show up for this conversation just yet. Yeah. Right. In terms of coming to a conclusion. Especially I mean, it's not with, like, well, that solves it. Yeah, you know, like, oh, just, look, she said it was fine. But, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, there has to have been one witness, you know, and then 
what happened. And I believe somewhere in there, because you're wondering, like, why what were the police called? You know, I believe they called 911 just for medical assistance because of her Hand. state, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I believe she, you know, needed some medical assistance. Yeah. How, whatever that means. Yeah. Again, you just don't want to rush to judgment, especially when it's something as serious as mm-hmm. assault. Right. 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 For all sides, I, we, I, you know, again, for all parties included, you don't want to rush to judgment. There's too many examples of people rushing to judgment on a regular basis mm-hmm. right. in our society. Now, go on. Now that we've gotten that Difficult. topic out of the way, should we prepare listeners for what is coming next? Well, I just want people to think about when you would choose to have a baby. Like, I know <laughs> okay. that that's a little deep on a Friday. For me, that would be never. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, the decision to, like, let's say get married and let's say bring people into the world, it's not something that could, I don't think, can be swayed by advertising. Like, hey, let's everybody get together and do some things because so it's to our benefit. When you talk know. about advertising, really who's weird. advertising having okay. a baby? So colleges in China are advertising to try to get students to hurry up and fall in love already. Okay. And they wanted the to do it on spring break, down. right? Yes. Like on spring break, please consider taking time to, fall you know, in fall in love and then make babies. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about uh, spring break babies when we return <laughs> and uh, feel free to join the conversation. We always love having you around for your thoughts and opinions to your listeners. And we'll venture to hear from them in the next hour. That's the second hour of the most delicious radio happening on my talk from noon to three. Anyway, <laughs> The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Dawn, yeah. let's go get a snack and uh, come back and have another fun show. Snack and back. Snack and back when we return. Mm-hmm.